Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. For obvious reasons, we keep this place as gloomy as possible. Welcome to Mind Poppers Podcast. We are as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies. Once you get used to these grim surroundings, you'll never leave. Nobody ever does. We continue now with tonight's case, Conspiracy. Now, right now, listen. All right, class. All right, class. Settle down, everyone. Sit down and shut up. Class is in session. I am Professor O'Reilly, and I'm going to be teaching you the art of manipulation. Manipulation. And I just want to preface this by saying I'm not like your regular professor. I'm a cool professor, okay? I'm a cool professor. I do drugs. I sleep with my students. I sleep with my students. It's not just a mistake. It's actually a course requirement. We are going fuck. Um, today, I'm going to be teaching you, like I said, the art manipulation we're going to learn what manipulation is how to manipulate we're going to teach you the skills to manipulate and this isn't necessarily let me preface by saying so that you can go out there into the world and manipulate your way to success to the very top which you can do and you will be able to do after listening to this but it's more so that you see the red flags you see the warning signs you notice when you are being manipulated you know now i can't stop you from going out and using your new powers for evil i urge you to use them for good but whatever you use them for that is that's up to you so we're going to learn how to manipulate what is manipulation um how we are being manipulated from the environment around us and that we don't even know we are being manipulated since we were a little bebe to wherever we are in life now and we are constantly being bombarded by manipulation and we don't even know it because we're not trained to pick up on the signs and we might even listen to this and we might even figure out well shit am i twas i the manipulator all along and sure it's a possibility and i bet when you listen you're going to listen to things and you'll be like well fuck maybe i I'm the manipulator. And that's okay too. We're going to look at some really interesting stories, some psychological studies, nothing too heavy, don't worry, that are going to surprise you in in who just who is manipulating us. You're going to be shocked about where this manipulation is coming from. But you know what? What I will say on manipulation is this. Good boys go to heaven but bad boys rule the world rock on man that is what i will say but so what is manipulation 
I mean, basically, if we want to define it, manipulation is like a social, is a type of social influence, basically, that aims to change the behavior or perception of others. And we do this through indirect, deceptive or underhanded tactics by advancing the interest of the manipulator, often at others' expense, okay? And I'm into it. And why do we manipulate? I guess, why do we manipulate? We manipulate to get what we want or to bring about a certain change of events or chain of events that is ideal to us. We manipulate people, you know, a lot of times in terms of ego, to protect the ego, we manipulate circumstances to alter people's perceptions of us that is more ideal to to the image that we would like to have of ourselves, okay? I mean, and it's easy for us to look and say, well, manipulation is bad, it's wrong, and manipulators are scum. But there are some lovable manipulators throughout, you know, fiction history that, that we love. For example, an honourable mention of some manipulators that we love. There's Edie from Desperate Housewives. There's Annalise Keating from How to Get Away with Murder. The entire fucking cast of Gossip Girl. Uh, Gemma Teller from Sons of Anarchy. We have James St. Patrick, aka Ghost from Power. Roger the Alien from American Dad. And Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Now I'm going to play you a quick clip from Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia who really this character will give a master class in manipulation. Now Dennis has this thing this concept called the implication about how he gets women to sleep with him. So I'll play a short clip all right and this scene basically um, Dennis and his friend Mac they've bought a boat um and they have a conversation about what they need for the boat um, and how it's going to help them in picking up women. I introduce to you the concept of the implication. Yo, hey, buddy. Uh, I got some turpentine, some wax, and some high-gloss boat paint. This shit is really expensive. Oh, dude, yeah, you're telling me. I picked us up some new slacks and dock siders so we could have the right look, you know, and fit in and everything. We're running pretty low on remaining dictile money, though. Plus, we gotta fill that thing up with gas. I know, and... man. We gotta pop by the department store, pick up the mattress. I'm yeah. gonna get a nice one, too. You know what I'm saying? The, the what? The mattress? What do we need a mattress for? What do you mean, what do we need a mattress for? Why in the hell do you think we just spent all that money on a boat? The whole purpose of buying the boat in the first place was to get the ladies nice and tipsy topside so we can take them to a nice, comfortable place below deck and, you know, they can't refuse because of the implication. Oh, uh, okay. You had me go in there for the first part. The second half kind of threw me. Well, dude, dude, think about it. She's out in the middle of nowhere with some dude she barely knows. You know, she looks around her. What does she see? Nothing but open ocean. Ah, there's nowhere for me to run. What am I going to do? Say no? Okay, that, <laughs> that seems really dark. No, no, it's not dark. You're misunderstanding me, bro. I'm, I'm, I think I am. Yeah, you are. Because if the girl said no, then the answer obviously is no. No. But the thing right. is, is she's not going to say yeah. no. She would never say no because of the implication. Now, you, you've said that word implication a couple of times. What, what implication? The implication that things might go wrong for her if she refuses to sleep with me. No, not that things are going to go wrong for her, but she's thinking that they will. 
But it sounds like she doesn't want to have Why sex. Why aren't you with understanding you? this? I don't, she she doesn't know whether she wants to have sex with me. It's that she doesn't know. That's not the issue. Are you going to hurt women? I'm not going to hurt oh, these women. Okay. Why would I ever hurt these women? I, don't I feel like you're not getting this at all. I'm at not all. getting it. God damn. Well, don't you look at me like that. You certainly wouldn't be in any danger. So they are in danger. No one's in any danger. How can I make that any more clear to you? Okay, it's an implication of danger. You know, just drop. Let's drop. drop. You know, just let's buy your shit and let's get out of here. <laughs> Isn't that? That is so wrong. So so wrong. So funny. I love it's always sunny in Philadelphia. If you haven't watched it, you definitely should. So funny. And you know what? That is the, the, this concept of the implication. It is this real tactic of manipulation that I guess people are out there using when pursuing. I don't know, a, a sexual interest. <laughs> Are these women in any danger? <laughs> oh, but like I said, you know, even manipulators can be very charming. Now, what I want to do is go through quickly these 11 tactics of manipulation. This is where you're going to pick up a lot of the skills to manipulate. But what I want you to do when you're listening, okay, is to keep in mind, keep a mental note of which of these, I guess, tactics of manipulation are are relevant to you? Have you used these uh, tactics before yourself in your own life? So the first tactic of manipulation is charm, okay? So it's like flirting, flirting with someone, being charming with someone. And this means that they're going to be more likely to submit to your demands, you know, compliments, complimenting somebody to get what you want. And I think that is something that we've all done. And you know what? I can't help that I am naturally charismatic, that I have this natural charm about me. But yes, it is considered a tactic of manipulation. Like we've all given the compliment. Be like, oh my God, you look so good in that. You look, you look like a million bucks. You just, you look like the 4th of July. You know, you look incredible. You look so skinny. And let me tell you something. They look nothing of the sort. Nothing of the sort. She is a fat cunt. But you use these tactics to to bring about a certain persuasion. That is something, one, I will admit that I absolutely have been guilty of. But then again, I think my charm is natural. Now, I've definitely put it on. I've definitely put it on. So yes, I guess that applies to me as manipulation. Two, we can talk about the tactic of coercion. So basically, now this is different. This is like the fear of harm or like fear of threats. So it's basically about making a person feel that the consequences of not doing what you want are worse than actually doing it. So coercion would be like, right, um, Peggy, you are going to go and steal this for me. Otherwise, I'm going to break your fucking ankles. I'm going to do it. Yeah, they're going to be calling you Peg Leg. <laughs> All right, Peggy. So basically, it's like with the threat of violence or I guess with the threat of blackmail or something like that. And if you ask me, this wouldn't be my go-to method of manipulation because I believe that if you were a good enough manipulator, then you shouldn't have to steep to the the depths of coercion. You should be able to get what you want by going around that. Tactic three is, and this is something I feel like that we're all going to be guilty with, okay? Is silent treatment. Silence makes us all anxious, and that's a fact. 
So if I'm silent or refusing to speak, it may give the other person, it would make them feel the urge to give in to my desires. How many of us have used the silent treatment? I have used the silent treatment. Absolutely. I I mean, I wouldn't say I love it, but the silent treatment, and you know, it works every time giving someone the silent treatment. It's a form of manipulation. And I mean, which who listening now, which of us have not used this at one point or the other to get what we wanted, to bring about a certain whatever? We've all used it. To, do you know what? We even use it to get an apology out of someone. You know when you have a real stubborn cunt, real stubborn asshole who just won't give the apology. And then you know that the only method that you have is the, the silent treatment, which eats away at them, and literally manipulates them into, because they don't want to give the apology, they're stubborn people, manipulates them into bending the knee and giving manipulation. Now, we know that the silent treatment is extremely successful. It's a really uh, successful form of manipulation. And we hate getting, I hate getting the silent treatment done to us. I hate getting the silent treatment done to me. So it works. Tactic number four is reason. So basically, reason, this means kind of like logical arguments. It makes sense. So basically, like if you know, if you help me rob this bank, you will be able to feed your family. I think reason is a very effective way, appealing to someone's logic. It's a very good way to manipulate them. Um, I feel like I do this all the time. Um, but at the same time, I feel like that is kind of a natural thing as well. Just natural persuasion. Tactic number five is regression. So basically what we mean by regression is it's like reverting or acting kind of like a child. So it's like whining, crying or pouting. Um, And basically this is the other person. When you do this, you manipulate the other person to, to giving in, to succumbing to you, is because they want the childish behavior to stop. There is something about reverting back to childlike behavior that makes people really uncomfortable. So how many of us are guilty of the whining, the crying, and the pouting? It ain't me. It's not. That is not one of the ways that I manipulate, because I think that it, it certainly works, but it also is like you're bending the knee because you're coming across as weak. You're coming across as weak. You're like whining, crying or pouting. I don't do that. I mean, I, I definitely pout, but not to get what I want. I pout because I'm fucking tamping rage and fuming. You know, I need like, let me seed. Let me soak in my misery. But I'm not doing that in terms of manipulation. Now, I know a lot of you listening have certainly done the whole crocodile tears or whatever to get what they want. I can't cry. I can't cry on the spot at all. Like, I am like a machine. I am like one of those people at the cinema, all right, when everyone's crying around me, like when you're going to see like my sister's creeper or whatever, um, who's like holding, like deliberately holding their fucking eyeballs open so like that the air will like dry out the eye and like for, make like just like cause the body to like physically create a tear. I am not a crier. I don't really cry in front of people. Um, but... How many of you are guilty of using regression as a manipulation tactic? I bet a lot of you. But we're all aware that, like, say if you're having an argument with your friends, right? And you're going back and forth with this bitch. And it's in front of the group. And even though you could be in the right, 
if that bitch cries from something, if you read her to the ground and she starts crying, then everyone's going to be like, oh, Anna, what'd you do that for? What the fuck did you do that for? That's awful. That's lousy. Because they invoke, it's very manipulative, they invoke, they manipulate that reaction out of the group to hail everyone to their side. That's why it's very hard to argue with a crier. Uh, you got to call them out on it. You can't let them cry and everyone soak it up. You have to be like, oh, yeah. Look who's crying again. Look who's crying. Like we care. Like we care. Spare your tears, okay? Don't cry for me. Um, because crying, it, it's very animalistic. It's very primal. And it does manipulate that in people. Now, and I'm sure, like I said, a lot of you are guilty of that. Tactic six is self um self-abasement okay so basically this is humbling yourself to get what you want so like you'd use this tactic if you'd want you know someone to forgive you or believe you or even you might use it to strengthen a relationship so an example of self-abasement manipulation is like self-deprecating jokes like oh i'm so fucking fat i'm such a fucking farce and all that kind of stuff or if you're in an argument and you know you've been in the wrong, and you're like, oh, damn it, I'm just a terrible person, I'm just a real shitty fucking piece of shit, I have the dirt on my fucking shoe, I am just bottom of the barrel, gutter slut, fucking trash, you know, and then that invokes in the person who you've wronged, and they're going to be like, no, you're not, no, you're not all those things, it's, look, it was just a bad situation, you're not all those things, and you're like, in your head, you're like, yeah, I know I'm not those fucking things, I'm the shit, but I've got what I wanted, that is, um, again, it's not necessarily a type of manipulation that I would resort to unless last resort, because again, it is showing a lot of weakness. It's like the crying thing. This humbling myself, I don't need to humble myself. I am quite humble as is. I don't need to be humbled. So again, it is kind of a manipulation where you have to bend the knee. And for me, I'm not into that because it, it is, it's about power play and I'm not willing to give someone that power. Tactic number seven is responsibility invocation. So basically, this is saying something like, oh, but you promised, but I already made reservations, but you already said you were going to play with my boo hole, you know? It's that kind of thing. And by you by invoking the, this technique of responsibility invocation, it makes the person you're manipulating, it makes it a lot harder for them to say no. You know, because you're 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 establishing that there's already some sort of responsibility. So if they were to back out now or not give you the the desired result that you want, then they're kind of going back on their word and it's bad on them. Like shame on you. Shame on you for not doing this is basically what you're doing. And it kind of twists it so that it's on them. This whole negativity right now is on them. I mean, I've definitely done this before. Ah, stop. No, you said you were going to go out on the weekend. Stop. You said that you were. And I got all excited. And I I got this done. And I I was all excited. And, you know, you're back. And that's awful. I wouldn't do that to you. That's awful. You said you were going to do it. Like, so why not just do it? Why not just do it? Um, And it is a very, very effective one. It is a very effective one. Um, and I think, you know, for the most part, I think it's fairly harmless. I think it's something that we all probably would have done. The next tactic is hardball. Tactic eight, hardball. So this is like next level, um, coercion because 
you're gonna actually cause harm. So if you remember coercion was like, Peggy, you better do this shit or I'm gonna break that leg. Coerce, or sorry, Hardball is actually doing that shit. This is breaking Peggy's leg and saying, Peggy, I'm gonna break the other fucking leg if you don't do what I want. Again, it's a form of manipulation. I mean, king shit, honestly, but we shouldn't really have to resort to that if we're good at these other other tactics. The next tactic, tactic nine, is my favorite one, and it's pleasure induction. Okay, get into that pleasure induction. This is telling someone, okay, that the action that you that you want them to do is going to be positive. And this is something that we all do. So it's like, let's go, come on, it's going to be fun. Like, how many of us have utilized the manipulation tactic of pleasure induction when, again, when we're trying to get our friends to go out of a Saturday night? Oh, stop. Like, my goal to is, do you know what, Mark? If you do want to go out, don't go out. Don't go out. But you know what? There's going to come a time, right? when we've fucking mortgages or, you know, we're going to have responsibilities and we're not going to be able to, there's going to be fucking kids, Mark, and we're not going to be able to go out and you're going to look back on this weekend and you're going to be like, what, fuck, why didn't I go out? Why didn't I go out? Because you're going to be stuck at home with your fucking miserable fat-arse wife who's not putting out and you're going to be fucking miserable and you're going to be drowning in debt and you're going to be wishing, oh, why didn't I go out? Why didn't I go out? And Mark, I'm giving you that, that option now to go out and grab life by the balls and just say, fuck it. And have the best possible time we can because we are young, we are free and we are wild. And we will enjoy our life. Nine out of ten times. They're like, rock on! They're like, fucking hell. They're like, Adam, you're so right. I'm going out. I'm going out. I'm going to have the best night ever. Oh my God, that works like a charm. But again, you know what? You have to really, it's about inspirational speech. You know, you've got to be able to lift them up, lift them up and at the same time, bring them back down and rebuild them in your image. Um, When done right, pleasure induction is a manipulation tactic like no other. And I'm sure it's something that we've all, that we've all done. I'm sure it has. Tactic number 10, our second last tactic, is social comparison. So basically, you know, as humans, we measure our worth or our success by comparing ourselves to others. You know, so if you're manipulating someone, you know, you might be like, oh, how can I phrase this? So for example, say if if you're in a couple, you're in a partnership, and you want you know, your, we'll say your girlfriend to do a certain thing, you'd be like, oh, well, you know, Sally down the road, Sally down the road sucks dick like a fucking champ. Sally down the road does this thing where she like sucks the balls, but also twists the base, like kind of like a vacuum, like a <laughs> kind of a thing. And it was incredible. And then your girlfriend is going to be like, well, fuck Sally down the road. I can suck pipe just as good as that trick, you know? And it's about... deliberately comparing or drawing comparisons between someone and someone else who you may deem of a higher value, whatever that means, in order to bring about a change in this person, you know? Um, And it's some, we're being manipulated all the time, you know, by all these, these Instagram people and socialites. I mean, they're, I don't know, there ain't no socialites anymore, but you know what I'm saying? We're being manipulated by TV adverts. We're being manipulated by advertising, we're being manipulated to buy their product. We're being manipulated to look a certain way. We're being manipulated to think that our sense our sense of worth is 
you know, only is directly, I guess, correlated to our physical beauty or our material possessions, if that makes sense. So a lot of advertising, like all of advertising is, you know, manipulation, it's persuasion. Um, And then finally, we have the tactic 11 of manipulation and that is monetary reward okay which and no ain't no one got time for this this is basically like yeah if you go out and fucking break this guy's nose for me i'm going to give you 10 grand okay or a million a million dollars like think about it for a second and think about your lives think how much money you're making what would you not do for a million dollars is very the line I'm telling you is very fucking slim of what I would not do. That's what I'm saying. It's manipulation, and of course, look, we're going to do it. Those are all our tactics, our tools for manipulation. Now, like I said, use them as warning signs, but I can't help you if you want to use your powers for naughtiness. Okay. Um, I also would remember. Okay, just for the ladies listening, and I guess not for the ladies, but for for everyone. There's this kind of old tactic that a lot of people use when pursuing a romantic partner called negging. So negging basically is this age old tactic of giving someone a compliment at the same time as giving them uh, an underhanded compliment or a little dig. So for example, I could be like, oh wow, Jenny, that dress looks good on you, but your hair is a little messy. You know what I mean? You give them a comment, you lift them up and you bring them back down. And it's a way to kind of make someone feel good, but at the same time triggering their insecurity so that you have this hold over them, a power over them. They're more drawn to you because you're feeding their insecurity while at the same time lifting them up. Um, That is a tactic that a lot of people use when pursuing romantic partners, or you could be doing it in your relationship right now. So do keep an eye out for that. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What I want to talk to you right now about, this is so interesting, this blew my mind in terms of manipulation. We're being manipulated by everyone around us. Like I said, advertising, blah, 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 blah. This, okay, is the least, the least person you're expecting in your household to be manipulating you. The person who is manipulating you in your household, the person you hold nearest and dearest to your heart, the person that you would think would never do anything to hurt you. And that person who manipulating you is your dog. Yes, you heard me right. Your dog is manipulating you. So in, when I was researching, and you have to remember I have a background in psychology, I have a psychology degree. So in my research, 
I came across a really interesting article um, by Jessica Zachary <clears throat> and was written in the American Kennel Club. But she's basically in this article talking about a study that was carried about by PENIS, okay, which is the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, PENIS. Um, and she talks about the real sinister manipulation around those puppy dog eyes. So when we take it back, um, and we talk about like when breeding began. So we want to take it back in the timeline for you know when we domesticated dogs throughout history. So people began obviously breeding wolves to create domestic dogs, and the humans back then they bred the wolves so that you know they would have these domesticated animals for you know uses in like farming, pulling sleds, you know across like frigid temperatures. Um, or keeping like a group of nomadic travelers safe <clears throat> for example like the greyhound type of dog they were bred because they could chase prey obviously at an alarmingly fast speed and then you had types of dog like mastiffs which were bred as protectors and then this study poses the question were these dogs bred to be subconsciously cute as well so the interesting thing i guess is as humans adapted to their surroundings, so too did these domesticated dogs. And eventually, of course, dogs would become would go on to become more sophisticated as they were bred into the lifestyles of their owners. So this penis study suggests that through the domestication of dogs in, uh, from wolves, that their facial muscles transformed to meet communication standards of humans, okay? <clears throat> In particular, the muscle responsible for raising the inner eyebrow, okay, is uniformly present across domesticated dogs, but not wild dogs such as wolves. So domesticated dogs have developed this muscle that is responsible for raising their eyebrows, which is not seen in wild dogs and wolves. <clears throat> um, and the study goes on to say that the most remarkable among dogs' behavioural adaptions as a result of selection during domestication is their ability to read and use communication in other ways that animals can't. So, analyzed behaviour data that suggests that dog raise their inner eyebrows more frequently um, and in higher intensity than, than obviously the, the, their wild counterparts. So the researchers, I guess, of this study believe that dogs with these puppy eyes were more uh, preferential to humans and therefore were more highly selected, okay? <clears throat> but it's actually, it's, it's quite cool. And this, this muscle is not seen universal in like all canines, if you get me. So this study, right, um, they, they conducted their own experiment and, and they say in the article, and I quote, we conducted a study about five years ago that explored dogs in a shelter. The dogs who make this movement with their eyebrows, so the dogs that make this movement are adopted more quickly than the dogs that don't. So I guess the question is, why is this particular behavior? What does this muscle in the dog's eyebrow have to do with manipulating people and the thing is is it creates a bond because according to this penis study um it suggests basically that humans prefer dogs that show pedomorphic which is infant-like um and animatical <laughs> that, that's not how you pronounce the word 
anatomical features. So we love a baby face, basically. And that's the same in people. We love a baby face. Um, so basically, the study says that like these features can on a dog can consist of like a bigger forehead, larger eyes, and more. And they carried out a study where they had like pictures of like dogs and cats, and it was like you know pick just pick the picture of loads of different cats, loads of different dogs, and it was everyone went for these people or went for these dogs that had the more baby like features, and the movement that makes the eyes bigger. Um, when they raise the eyebrow, hence a more infant-like and potentially more appealing appearance. <clears throat> and you know what the thing is, with this puppy dog eyes, the, their ability to raise their eyebrows deliberately, this expression to humans resembles sadness. Um, and for us, it will trigger a nurturing response. So these puppy dog eyes aren't just like these, I mean, they are beautiful little puppy dog eyes. They're exactly that. But dogs have developed, domesticated dogs have developed this muscle inside of their forehead to directly manipulate their owners, which is freaky. Because if you can't trust your dog, if you can't trust your dog, then who in the hell can you trust? But it is just so fascinating that the this relationship between this domesticated dogs <clears throat> and people has evolved to a way in which dogs will mimic certain human facial features expressions to invoke a certain response out of the owner the dogs are manipulating us um and they have through evolution have even changed their bodies to give them a better skill set skill set which enables them to do that which, you know, is crazy. And in the same way, if you want to look at babies, um, they, I think, I can't remember exactly who the study was by, but I remember reading it a, a while back. And it was a study that was carried out in Japan. It could have been Nakasaki, maybe. Um, and they did a study where babies would cry, not out of sadness, but because they wanted something. They wanted attention, they wanted food, whatever. They weren't crying because, you know, they were sad. They were crying because they wanted something. And even from a very young age, babies who, who aren't even fucking verbal are able to develop manipulation techniques to get what they want, which is fascinating. And, you know, it brings into question, is manipulation... It's, it's, is it inherently natural where it's just a part of our survival skill set? It would seem to be that way, which makes me feel better, you know, about being a manipulator. Um, but God, manipulation can be a beautiful thing. It can be so fun. It can be, it can be a laugh. You know, the way, you know, when you're like pulling strings, when you're the puppeteer of a group chat or whatever, and you put certain things in place to get people to bite, to get people just to have a little scrap with each other. Uh, manipulation can be a beautiful thing. You know what I've noticed in, in my studies of manipulation, something that really fucking bothers me. And like I said, when you look more into this, like now that you've learned the skills or whatever, and you, you know the warning signs or whatever, sorry. Um, you'll be able to clock much quicker when someone is trying to manipulate you. Because like I said, a lot of us just do these manipulation techniques and it ju it's just natural. And we're not even cognizant that we're doing it. <clears throat> so be aware, okay, that there are people out there, so much more people than you think, 
who have studied manipulation. And I'm not talking about people who've gone off to college and done blah, blah, blah. I'm talking every, your everyday person. They have studied manipulation. Even if they haven't like studied it as not sat down and learned about it, they have witnessed techniques within themselves when they do it to other people at work and it brings about their desire. So these people will do that consciously, will go out and they know how to manipulate. So once you have a greater understanding of manipulation, which I hope that you do now, even slightly, you'll be able to clock when people are deliberately manipulating you. One of the things that I have found with being manipulated recently, and I've clocked it, is when someone is trying to, I guess, forge, and I use quotations at that, a bond with you or get to know you on a deeper personal level or basically just wants to see inside of your might, excuse me, inside your mind I found that when someone is trying to get you to open up that they'll do this thing where they'll chum the water where they will offer up a piece of themselves so they'll be like oh yeah look I went through this terrible thing and you know it made me feel like this or blah 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 and what they do then is they will directly open up and then they will hit you with a question a deep question so they can see inside of your mind do not fall for this tactic these bastards are chumming the water if you don't want them inside your head do not let them inside of your head all right god it's just everyone is playing a fucking mind game i was going to go more in depth into the social media manipulation but how long are we? We're like 35 minutes in. Don't really think I have time because that could be a whole different episode in itself. One thing I will say is very interesting. I can't remember what, what show I saw it on, what documentary. But the way they manipulate, um, almost like this gambling response in people, say, in terms of Instagram. You know the way Instagram, the layout on your homepage is set so that like when you're scrolling through and seeing everyone's shit, that if you like are at the very top of your, your homepage and you drag the screen down so it loads and then all new fresh content will appear. So Instagram did that so that it was meant to mimic like, you know, the slot machines in Las Vegas. When you pull it down um, and then like bing, 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 you got a winner. So when you see all this fresh content, you see all these new these new posts or whatever because you're refreshing the page basically and they've designed this to work exactly like the um the vegas slot machines and your satisfaction then your satisfaction impulse is you know pulling this down and oh i'm rewarded with with extra content refresh content new content that is deliberately designed like that to trigger that response in you and that's what i say is we're being manipulated by all of these things and we don't even know it because it's so subtle and triggers uh, triggers us on a fundamental level oftentimes a subconscious level that we ain't we don't know shit and we're being manipulated believe that you know what let me facetime my friend alice who's on her way back from work and I'm going to ask her, simple out, and she hasn't been prefaced by this. I'm going to ask her, does she think that I'm a manipulative person? Hello? <laughs> Hello, I'm recording the podcast. Okay, so we are live. Please do not swear. You're joking. <laughs> you're joking. Well, you're such an avid listener. I was like, your first debut, potentially. I mean, I could cut this out if this is shocking. Oh, Adam, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you, okay, so I'm doing, I'm recording a new episode at the minute, right? Mm. And it's called The Art of Manipulation. 
So you got onto the queen. <laughs> no, but what I wanted to I wanted to pose the question to you because we've known each other for some time now. How long has it been? Oh, I'm honoured. Um, years, but I feel only close about a year probably. Oh, well, you know, I'm slow to let people in. Yeah, but I, got, I think I got there. You did, you did, you did. Okay. Now, the question I want to ask is, as someone who knows me and someone who, I guess, self-proclaimed has said that they're close to me. Um, yeah. Your words, not mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, would you describe me as, or uh, do I have tendencies to be a manipulative person? <laughs> And I'm not saying... I think you throw around all these comments, but they're jokes. Yeah, and I agree with that. But I'm not saying, look, and I'm not saying that every, like, one person... But I think probably everyone, in a way, um, swings things to their own favour if they can. Mm -hmm. And I tend to agree. Now, have you ever looked at me and been like, okay, that was particularly manipulative? Just wait till this fucker passes there. He's on a motorbike. Okay. And what? Okay, I'm back. Sorry, Alice survived the motorbike incident. But you know what? (laughs) Alice, I think that... You, like, you, you, yeah, you said that I wasn't very manipulative. And I respect that. I appreciate that wholeheartedly. Um, You're welcome. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like you have to manipulate, like, say, like, the group, the group chat or whatever for their own good without them even knowing yeah absolutely like sometimes they don't realize that um let's say you are in the right (laughs) so (laughs) you need (laughs) to help them with that one it's not like yeah in terms of plans Mm -hmm. um like if you know they're gonna have a better time with your plan Mm -hmm. then pushing for that in a slightly manipulative way Maybe it's for the greater good. Absolutely. And I agree. And it's kind of like sometimes you might have to deviate from the group chat and you might have to like message someone one on one and build alliances or whatever. And it's not because it's like it's I'm not the kind of person that's like it's my way. It's not in a malicious way. And it's not like it's it's my way or the highway. But it's like (laughs) it's like I know that for everyone's benefit, doing what I say is going to be better for everyone. And we're all going to have fun. So the less that you fight that, the better, you know. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can do it in kind of... Like, it's the nicest way possible, really, isn't it? It is the nicest way possible. And it's beneficial for them all. That's the thing. Exactly. I mean, you've got their greatest interests at heart. So, I mean, you've got to do what you got to do. Thank you. Um, well, look, I'm going to leave you go. I'm nearly record- finished recording this episode. Um, miss you so much. Glad you survived your little COVID scare. Um, <laughs> you're terrible <laughs> <laughs> just about um, so for the podcast is there any new love interests on the- <laughs> <laughs> there <what>? no no <laughs> I am no look we're not going to get into that one because <laughs> Alright, go on. Look, I'll give you a text later, okay? Okay. Alright, talk to you in a bit. Bye, 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 bye. 
That was Alice that you just heard from. And you heard it there from the horse's mouth that I am no manipulator. You know what? We could talk about sexual manipulation. Like how many of us have used sex as a weapon or sex as a vehicle to get what we want? Now, I haven't personally because I have the sex appeal of a talk cracker. You know, like, do you know the way you, you see videos on TikTok, whatever, of like people like biting their lip and they look super hot or whatever. When I, I tried to record myself biting my lip before thinking like I was going to do something, you know, and I was like, oh my God, I look like someone would see me bite my lip and be like, are you okay? Do you have someone that you can talk to? <laughs> you know, Lana Del Rey has um, a stunning song on her Ultraviolence record. And I advise everyone to check out that record, Ultraviolence. It's a beautiful summer album. Um, but she has a song on it called Fucked My Way Up To The Top. Um, like, I'd be grateful if I could just fuck my way up to the middle, you know? Or, like, fuck my way to, like, slightly above the bare fucking minimum. But I'm just not that person, you know? I do not have... My manipulation powers, they do not extend to that of the sexual world they just don't like this is not i'm not going to be able to seduce somebody into doing anything (laughs) you know i'm just not that kind of person i don't hold those gifts and you know like it's so true like you will let a beautiful person walk all over you you will let a beautiful person use you as a doormat And one, just because of one pretty privilege of just being beautiful. I I think we already did a podcast on this. But like beautiful people, they truly rule the world. They rule the world. Beauty is just such a powerful currency. And they were like a beautiful person. Like say, for example, I think I said this before. But like if I was in work um, and if a fuggo came up to me and was like, oh, will you run over there and get me a glass of water? I'd be like, get it yourself, lazy arse. So what I fucking look like? What's your last slave die of? But if a beautiful person came up to me and work was like, oh, any chance you'd run over and get me a glass of water? I'm like, oh, oh, yes, sir. Yes, yes. No problem. No problem. Yes, master. No problem. Do you know? So beautiful people know because they've grew up with that privilege. They know that just by being their beautiful selves that they can manipulate us. Like I said, I've never been able to use sex as a weapon. <laughs> at least in the conventional sense that most people are using sex as a weapon like if I was to use sex, sex as a weapon I think it's more of like a threat of like oh I don't want that you know but like you do this we're going to have sex with you and be like please no <laughs> you know like it's never going to be like if you do this for me I'm going to fuck your brains out so hard I'm going to fuck your fucking brains out you won't get this dick you know it's not like that at all they're like please no Please, no, I would rather not have sex with you. Seeing you naked is not something that I would like to see today. You know, that's kind of where my, like, sex for a weapon does not work for me at all, unfortunately. You know what, sexual manipulation aside, like, I would argue in the defense of, you know, some manipulators, not all, but I would argue that, you know, some people, you know, they grew up and they were great at sports or they had an amazing singing voice or they were beautiful or you know there's just some people in this world who are going to be physically stronger than you so you know is manipulation that talent is it a talent is it nothing more than a survival mechanism to navigate this world 
those of us who aren't <clears throat> as physically strong, <clears throat> excuse me, or whatever, you know, is manipulation all that we have? And I think we've established, you know, from this episode, who is a manipulator? Everyone has the capacity to be a manipulator. <clears throat> I know I do. Not often. But everybody, your fucking dog, your fucking newborn baby has the capacity to be a manipulator. And it's crazy. And why do people manipulate? We manipulate to navigate this world and to bring about certain circumstances that we would see as more ideal for us. Um, but it's a, it's a non-stop mindfuck out there. I hope now after listening to this pod that maybe you will be more alert and be more conscious to the manipulative efforts around you. Um... Right, now let me try and manipulate you guys. Um, Well, obviously it's towards the end of the episode, 46 minutes in. I think we can call it there. Um, I want to say a big thank you again to everybody who has made a one-time donation to the podcast through the supporter link in the description. Like I said, I still think that fucking nasally advert is playing before each episode. I'm going to stop that in in the first week of May. But everyone who has donated so far, who has listened to the podcast and who has got something from the podcast and who's enjoyed the podcast, I massively appreciate those one-time donations because, like I said, it helps me pay all the podcasting bills and it helps me keep the podcast going and keep it going free. Um, so thank you so much for that. Um, the Mind Poppers pod email is open again. I didn't check it this episode, but if you want to contact the Mind Poppers podcast with even a request for an episode or something going on in your own life that you want to discuss on the pod anonymously and dissected, you can contact the podcast at mindpopperspod at gmail.com. You can find us at um, mindpopperspod on Instagram. Um, And if you haven't already, you can share the podcast on your social media. It helps to bring new eyes to us. You can rate um, and leave a review of the podcast down below. Every little helps. Um, now go forth, my students. You have graduated your manipulation, one of the art of manipulation with me, Professor O'Reilly. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you go out and navigate the world knowing, in the know, about the manipulators surrounding us. And I guess, like I said, if you want to go out and use your powers for evil, that is okay too. Until next time, stay woke. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.